today, isn't it? To more of Early Break with Sip and Jay. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Today, we're in the mood of figuring out why we say things that we say. Why are there accepted phrases we just don't care about the origins of? We figured off off the schneid in the first segment about it's a term from gin rummy, a failure to score a point. Now we said, what what about monkey off the back? What's the or Why do we say monkey off the back in terms of sports or life? Discuss. Discuss. Yeah, Tina discuss. Wiener. Yeah. <laughs> okay. From from research I am seeing here on monkey off the back, the origin of this idiom. Okay. Uh, may be from the stories of Sinbad, the earliest known works from the 17th century. In one story, Sinbad, uh, a creature described somewhat like an ape, jumps on Sinbad's back and will not get off. Oh. However, an older story attributed to Aesop involves a dolphin giving a monkey a ride through the, way, the water. The idioms monkey on the roof and monkey up the chimney meant one had a mortgage to pay. Oh. There's, there's a lot of, you know, so there, there's several different things. I got a monkey on my back. Yeah. yeah. Monkey up your chimney there? Yeah. The dolphin was interesting. Yeah, yeah Aesop. A, a dolphin giving a monkey a ride through the water. That'd probably be Flipper. I would bet. I think so. Flipper was a whale. No. Flipper is a, is a dolphin. Is the it? show Flipper. Is it? Yeah, Google that. Okay. Yeah, the show Flipper. Okay. Now, maybe so. the one that people were... <laughs> a whale. Oh, really? Are you <laughs> that taken Who has back? a pet whale? <laughs> Flipper is a dolphin, I yeah, think. Yeah, it is. I think yeah, that's but right. Free Willy yeah. is a whale, right? Yeah. yeah. Flipper had his own show. Or was it a show? Was it a movie or a show? A show. A series. <laughs> Free Willy. We don't, hey, now, Bill, the one thing we don't like is to put out bad information. Here. That, that's not. I, I, I'm spot on on this one. Okay. Uh, in the 1930s, uh, the, the idiom monkey on one's back was applied to a drug addiction, particularly heroin. Yes. Hmm. Yes. Um, We're just learning about phrases today, <laughs> the origins here. Who refers to that in a song? Monkey off the back? No, monkey on the back. You got a monkey on your back. I'll think about. There's a lot of songs out there. I have that, no idea. That probably yeah. has that. Yeah. So, okay. Um, I've heard. I have not heard from Guam yet, by the way. So, anyone else out of the country, though? Yeah. If if, if you're listening to us from outside the country, now we appreciate all of our listeners, listeners from inside the country. But if anyone's listening live from outside the U.S. Or the Pacific Northwest. Well, that includes California, I think, doesn't it? Anyone that's in the, outside the country? Anyone in 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 like. Or, or the Upper Peninsula okay. area. There we go. I'd yeah. like to hear the from UP. them also. Yeah, the, the UP. Okay. 464-402-464-5685. 402-464-5685. Get that number ingrained in people's head. It finally oh, it, is ingrained it is. in mine. Yes. It's, it's ingrained in their heads. It took seven yeah. years for me to ingrain it. Got it. Aerosmith. Aerosmith has Oh, it. thank you. Yes. Yeah, good. Joshua. Nice. for you there. Yeah. Good. All right, Sip, you got you were bothered by something this weekend. I wasn't bothered. Uh, well, you're bothered on a radio show, not this one, recently. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tell me I'm wrong. This is what I wrote the, the other day. Some people, at the mere mention of Tom Osborne, roll their eyes and cut you off. They'll tell you they don't want to hear about Nebraska's program's past or any history because it doesn't matter now. Yeah, I did experience that on a, on a local radio show recently, but we experienced it on the text line. We have. Uh, we have. That that and then some of it's that, but I experience it with younger fans. Usually, they don't they they they're like, oh, okay, I'll give you an example. Bill was wondering what, where this comes from. In the office at the Journal Star, when I used to call Tom a lot, 
they'd be like, "Are we really? Do we got to get Osborne again? Or why do you? Why do we have to hear from Tom? Why, why does everybody have to kiss his? I, I would just be beside myself. I mean, my whole take on it is, if Osborne and Devaney wouldn't have had their runs, we wouldn't be sitting here right now. No way. Bill Bush wouldn't be with us. No. We wouldn't be doing. There wouldn't be. How many? I don't know talk shows in this state are there 18 a lot yeah there's a lot plus 18 plus devoted to husker football that none of we wouldn't even have jobs so when a local media person says it to me i lose my bleep yeah that's that's where i'm coming from on it and but you hear it you you you'll back me you hear it on the text yeah. line why are we talking about osborne Solich, same way because without those guys we're not even sitting here tom and tom and bob devaney in particular 40-year run. Yeah, we're yeah, not, not bad. Not bad. Not pretty, bad. pretty solid run. We're not coaching. even sitting here. That's what I tell myself. I don't even have the job I have. All right? How could you – how would you – how do you stiff arm – you know what? You know what my take on the whole thing is? I want to hear from Osborne a lot. I want to hear from ex-players a lot. I want to hear from the guys that actually did it. Not talk about it. They didn't talk about greatness. They were great. All right? So when Vershawn has some things to say, I'll listen. When anybody from that era does, I'll listen closely because they did it. And football's football. It doesn't change that much. It evolves. Everything evolves. But toughness is toughness. Discipline is discipline. Culture is culture. They had all that. I think the thing that stands out the most to me when this – Am I out of my mind? No, you're not out of your no. mind. Is that when they when, – when, if someone is, you know, upset – of hearing from Coach Osborne or anything of that that nature, being around at the program with Coach Osborne also being around as not an overseer is that he's the most unassuming person there is, and he is not forcing himself on any sort of information. This is how things need to be done, and so if there if people are reaching out to him or talking to him, he's probably going to give them uh, some history or some things that went well, but you don't see him grandstanding. About this is where this is what that doesn't happen. So you should always want to talk to someone that's that's only going to express themselves when asked. That's right. And you know who else is like that is Frank. Frank would never impose himself on anybody. That's not Frank's. Yeah, there's no one showing up. You know, calling his own press conference type of thing. It's only when when spoken to on. And when you have that type of knowledge, you'd always want to listen. I, I there's nothing I love more. Than, than listening to coaches that have a history of longevity. Yeah. Because that's the part. Not a, not a run. Not on, We went on a two-year run. Right. Longevity right. of how you held things together, what you did. And obviously, there's still so much carryover for what he did. So I have no idea how the new staff has handled it. I think they're very intelligent staff, so they probably have a chance to talk to Coach Osborne and listen to him. But you have to be able to, 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 be able to take it all in. And I just know, I just know in my – or facts that coach isn't all of a sudden showing up down at the stadium with I got some things to say. Right, you're right, Bill. Um, Matt Rule talked about this last week with with myself and Sean Callahan. Rule said Osborne has been unbelievably kind to him. Now, they sat together at the Outland Trophy Ceremony last month. Rule said this, when Osborne stood up at the Outland Trophy Ceremony and said he thought our staff was doing a good job, he rule said, I don't need a lot of validation, but that was validation that I really appreciated. Rule also recently had a 90 minute discussion with Frank Solich. 
um, talked about how he had made the change from the from the I formation to more of a spread offense at Ohio. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I, he rules said I'm just kind of a football junkie, and hearing from Coach Osborne and hearing from Coach Schultz was amazing. So, yeah, I, I appreciate that rule appreciates it, you know. Um, Trev has said, you know, we had, we had to honor our past, but we got to look – Trev always emphasizes looking forward, which I totally agree with. But those guys did it. Frank was 58-19. 58-19. I mean, we don't even know what that feels like anymore. 58. We have no idea. No, and it's not like, again, that Tom does not watch football still. He probably has plenty of good ideas about today's day and age. Oh, about yeah. How to – I think he watches multiple games. At I'm once. sure he probably does. I'm sure he does. Yeah. Like you don't just lose your love and your passion when you retire from the game. He watches right. it very closely. He wants to be around. I'm sure. Right. So I don't. Again, I, I don't. I'm 31. I'm part of that generation that, like, I guess you kind of attack because Did I attack it. No, but you, you know, you criticize because they. You're you're right. There are people that say, okay, who cares what happened? Right. This is this is 2023 now. Right. I don't care about 97 right. or you know 94, right. 95. I do. I I don't exist in that that category of, of person that wants to put off Tom Osborne and say he's just not. I just I'm important I'm anymore. I'm one hundred percent on the other end. I think you should study it, what they did, how they. This is one of the greatest coaches in the history of football right. that still resides in your city. That still right. is over. You know, cares about the program. He he's not scorned by Nebraska. He's not like I don't want to talk to you anymore. No, it's a younger set, probably phenomenon mostly. Um, but yeah, I. That era was incredible. I mean, and I, what I watched is it was it was just incredible to watch it, and I I appreciate it now more than I ever have because I haven't seen it. I haven't seen anything close to it here. So yeah, it's it was a. I mean, when you have like I don't know, they had like eighteen NFL players on the defense that beat beat Florida in that Fiesta Bowl. If you go back and look, I think eighteen of those guys, eighteen on defense alone ended up in the NFL. I mean, that's – I mean, we're talking about high power, high power. And, that, you know, that was defense. That offense had Frazier and, and Phillips. I mean, it was incredible to watch that stuff. If Nick Saban retires in 15 years down the road when he's in his upper 80s and Bama's somehow struggling, you don't think people are going to care about his opinion oh, at Alabama will. saying, hey – How'd you make this work, Nick? Hell, they we put thought him, this was easy. They put him on easy. T- they put him on TV when Alabama's on the outside looking in on the playoff to 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 stump for his team, <laughs> yeah. which is bizarre, but yeah. they do it. Yeah. <laughs> they do it. Yeah, Saban. We'll give Nick Saban a chance to get his team into the fourteen playoff yeah, next. Yeah. Tell, tell us why your team should be a Nick. <laughs> yeah. 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 Right now you're out, but you can, you can maybe talk yourself in. Let's get Bamba involved here. Yeah. They'll be asking his opinion. Yeah, they will. Uh, before we get to break. We got some treats here. Oh, you want to try them out? Okay. So, Set it up. Yeah, so yeah, Valent- I pre-tried mine. Hey, I cheated. Valentine's Day is eight days away. Next Tuesday is Valentine's Day. Beatrice Baker, as you can see in the video stream. World Bill, of Young. Bill is, yeah, the World of Young. Bill just put the, the chocolate square up there. They've got, they, right now they've got three different chocolate-covered fruitcake squares to try. So we have a white chocolate one. We have a regular chocolate one and dark chocolate. I'm regular. But you got the regular chocolate yeah. right there. So go ahead and take a bite. That's chocolate. It's delicious. Delicious. Okay, so you got dark chocolate sip. Yeah, that'd be a gift right now. It's amazing. Hold on. He's he's, he's looking at it. You talk. Oh, you you have talked a lot with your mouth full of food. <laughs> so this isn't like this isn't like something like hey, that's I don't typical. do that. Yeah. Scrumptious. Yeah. Scrumptious. That's your your definition. Mm, it's, hey, 
Hey, this is not. This is no joke right now. That's a Valentine's Day gift. That's dark chocolate. So they, these 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 come in boxes of six. So you got a box of six of the chocolate cover one. Dark chocolate has six also, and mm-hmm. then white chocolate also has just six squares. So if you want a nice gift for Valentine's Day, Beatrice Bakery, go down there to Beatrice, BeatriceBakery.com, or we have them here at the office for you to purchase at 330 North 48th Street. I would say this about this. The dark chocolate really offsets <laughs> just, just try to swallow a little bit yeah there you go it's a tangy fruit in there yeah. i mean there's okay. a good, good, good offset good there for yeah. you okay yeah it's good. like it's like when you have a, something that's sugar and salty this is good dark chocolate and tangy that's good thank okay. you well valentine's day again eight days away stop by week you can purchase your squares here we have met the office to purchase or beatricebakery.com or down in beatrice at this is beatrice really good bakery. i'm about done with it the world of young World of Yum. World of Yum. And you like also their vanilla cake that they have, right? Oh, you, you have to. That That's unreal. You could eat, I'm saying you could eat 40 to 50 of those things a month. Easily. A full cake. Yeah, a full cake. Bill. You could eat one you a probably, day. You know, you could eat 320. You could eat one. Well, I'm down nine. <laughs> I'm down nine right now. Good job. Trying you? to get, yeah, trying to get down. Well, nice little thing. As my, uh, now I have one of those like uh, rubber like sweatsuits you wear. You got one of those. I wear that to bed and I put the electric heater on. <laughs> No, you did. Like, oh yeah, that's that's helping me right now. Then, I, then, 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 no fluid, no, no water. So I'm just trying to. Is dehi- this is this real? Are, are you telling the joke? Dehydrate yourself first. That's always the best thing to hear. It makes your body eat up more calories. Hmm. Jake, I yeah. can never tell if he's telling the truth. I can't, I can't read him hundred percent. That's the fun part of it. It's an art. Yeah, it is an art. Sometimes, like, okay. We'll hear from the text line. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm not. I'm not sure. Art. I know it is an art. He didn't he, say no. hand to God. After he did not say hand. No. He, wow. He did. <laughs> did. Did not. Must be lying to us. Said. Yep. I'm waiting for the hand to God. It didn't come. Tina Wiener. Yeah. Would you quit saying Tina Wiener? It's part of the thing. Tina Wiener. Jake. What? Stop saying Tina Wiener. I'm not going to. SNL. Saturday Night Live. Hand to God. Uh, when we come back, hey, I want to know, honestly, from you guys, the listeners, did anybody follow or watch the Pro Bowl weekend? If you did, I want some reports back. I didn't watch. I want to tell you exactly what happened, though. I got some. I did some research on it. Did this. you? Yeah. But if there are listeners that watch this, please, I want to hear from you guys. 464-5685. That and Song of the Day is next on Early Break on the Ticket.